Hey there, welcome to Riot Radio. This is episode two. I'm your host, Jeremy White. I am here with Riot co-owner, head coach, Tim Cook. What's going on, guys? Episode two. Episode two and coach Alyssa Scott. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We are here in the Riot House. All's quiet at the moment. We are prepping to reopen on May 25th for a Hero Wad. What's it called, Alyssa? What's Murph. that? Murph. Murph. Yeah, what is Murph? Murph is a hero wad that we have every year on Memorial Day, hence the name Memorial Day Murph. Um, it is a workout dedicated, and Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, dedicated to a Navy SEAL. Yep, Lieutenant yes. Michael Murphy. Michael Murphy. Um, operating in Afghanistan, small team operations. They were doing some uh, long range surveillance on a uh, enemy outpost slash village, took contact, and uh, um, you know, he unfortunately, with everyone out, there was there was one guy that survived, right? Um, and they made a movie over that. But for the most part, uh, a lot of heroic acts occurred that day, and we're trying to honor the memory of him and all that have been fallen. Uh, you know, military, law enforcement, first responders. It uh, it just kind of encapsulates everyone that has has done something heroic, stepped above and beyond normal um, human expectation. Alyssa, the Murph workout is a total body workout. It's got yes, running it and yes. it's got some pulls, some pushes, uh, works your legs. What exactly is the workout? So the Murph workout is one mile run, 100 uh, pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then to cap it all off is another mile run. Another mile run. And, and ideally... Um, under normal circumstances, if you're in shape, this is designed to be done in a weighted vest. Yes. I believe it's 20 pounds for the males and then 14 mm-hmm. for the females. Correct. It, it, it's a it's a brutal workout. It's a rite of passage for CrossFitters um, nationwide. And it's something that we've always taken seriously at Riot and that we've always offered. Now, Tim, this year, probably going to be a little different. Um, you know, typically on a hero wad is our buddy... Justin Salisbury likes to say, um, "These these are wads you take extra seriously, and you really you really go hard. You, you don't you don't loaf on these." But um, you know, we've had people that haven't done much for two months. May not be ideal to come in on day one after two months of relative inactivity and uh, go balls to the wall. Not only would it maybe not be a good idea, but it just is not a good idea. So it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. We have to realize, um, you know, based on, and this is subjective once again, based on our individual activities over the past two months, we need to realize that uh, we might not need to go as hard as we think we can, um, you know, to to avoid injury or. Uh, a burnout you know there's, there's muscle soreness and then there's also pain from an injury soreness is is okay we understand that you might be a little bit sore you should be a little bit sore and we're trying to overreach but we don't want to overtrain so injury and pain uh, you know that's looking at the the overtraining aspect of it and you know other dangers that come in with that but more than anything like we always say for a regular crossfit class when you come through the doors Leave your ego um, at the door. Don't bring it in with you because you're going to have a bad time. 
for sure. Alyssa, um, most of our members do not have access to a pull-up bar at home. I'm fortunate that I do have a pull-up bar in my basement. I've done a few pull-ups here and there. But why is it a bad idea to come in and do 100 pull-ups on day one if you haven't done a pull-up for two months? Injury is our number one priority. Um, when you sit and don't work out for two months, um, your muscles, the scientific term is atrophy, um, which basically means your body gets rid of it uh, because it's not using it. So if you don't use it- You lose it, your gains. Yes. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. If you don't use it, then you lose it. Um, so coming into the gym, um, we want to make sure that you still get a great workout and to build that strength back. Um, but obviously when given the circumstances, we don't want to have you do a hundred pull-ups if you were to do a hundred pull-ups as prescribed. Right. As Tim said, there's normal soreness and there's an injury. What we don't want is someone to come in, do 100 pull-ups and I'm picking on pull-ups. I mean, it could be 200 push-ups, could right? Be anything. It yes. could be anything. It'd be 300 air squats, but what we don't want is someone to come in do 100 pull-ups and not be able to raise their arm over their head for the next two weeks. And then they're out for the next two weeks as well. Yeah. And another important thing that I want to add, um, is if, and this goes for any workout that, uh, you come in to the gym to do, if you have to ask yourself, should I scale? There's, I would say, a 99% chance that you should. Excellent um, advice. Mm -hmm. So there's always that little bit that you're scared to go to that next level. Um, so for pull-ups, for example, if you normally do ring rows, but I've been working on your pull-ups a little bit, Murph isn't the type of workout where you should try doing pull-ups. You should still do ring rows or banded pull-ups or whatever you're used to doing. Um, and so, yes, we do want to add strength um, over time, like I said before, but if you have to ask yourself, hey, should I scale this, do it. Do it. So Tim, with all that in mind, how are we going to pull off Murph? Are we going to, um, are we just going to say, deal with it and do it? No, I know better than that. Are we going to do some, if you're really, truly ready and you've been working out and you've been doing pull-ups at home, and you know you're ready, you can try full Murph. Otherwise, do half Murph, maybe a quarter Murph. Um, how exactly are we gonna make this work? So that's a really good question. And once again, I know what it's like to be told, hey man, we don't want you to do this, or I'd rather see you do this instead. Especially if uh, I've got in my mind, you know, hey, I'm a superhero, I can I can do it, I'll be fine, or I'll, I'll deal with the consequences later. Um, you know, we are uh, reaching out to people individually to discuss their scaling options and highly advising them that they should um, for, you know, multiple reasons as stated earlier. Uh, what we are going to do is we're grouping everyone into multiple heats. Uh, the state has given us some guidance. Um, it's still not completely clear on operating capacity, but for those in the know that we've spoke uh, you know, spoken to in the past two weeks in, in preparation. It's uh, it's looking like based on our square footage and, you know, the social distancing of six feet apart, the, our best bet is going to be a nine person uh, class limit to include one coach. So right. 10 nine people, coach. 10 people in the building at one time. So, so we can't have 50 people show up to do Murph at 9 a.m. like we normally have in the past. Very unfortunately so. 
that we can't have like our two large groups right. um, and people kind of coming in and out and starting as they want. Uh, we are going to go by RSVP and, you know, we apologize for this, but once again, it's 100% a decision made to keep our members as safe as possible. And it's mandated to us. Mandated really by the state. We really we, don't have a choice. If we, we want to keep the doors open, we've got to follow this protocol. Right. Um, so regardless of your, your thoughts on, you know, the impact of, of the virus pandemic, whatever you want to say about it, um, we're the ones that have to uh, abide by these rules. You know, we, right. we definitely will not allow the state to shut us down, but we also are always going to err on the side of caution and safety for our members. That That's always going to stay the same. Absolutely. So we're going in flights of no more than nine members at a time. Therefore, there's not just one 9 a.m. Memorial Day Murph. There are several flights throughout the day. Um, and you have said that what we're going to do is try to group people together. So the people who are maybe truly ready to tackle Murph can come in at one time and do Murph. Mm -hmm. The people who are honest with themselves and honest with us, and we thank you for that and say, look, I haven't done much. I need, not not only do I need to scale, I need to scale the shit out of this workout. They're going to come in together at a different time and have those options available. Am I understanding that correctly, what the current plan is? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, to to shadow back what uh, Alyssa had said, if you are questioning whether or not you should scale this workout, then do yourself a favor. Um, <clears throat> scale, right? Because we want our workouts, regardless of what they are, to uh, enrich our fitness and allow us to be better for the next day, for that training week. Right, because Alyssa, the bottom line is after Memorial Day, we have a normal class schedule on Tuesday. Yeah, we do. And we want you to show up for class on Tuesday. We mm-hmm. don't want you to be too sore. We don't want you to be unable to, to walk from 300 air squats. We don't want you to be unable to raise your arms from pull-ups, right? We want you yeah. in class the next day. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, adding to that, um, so basically talking about how to prepare for uh, this year's MRF, whether it be a couple days before, um, ask yourself, what can I do to minimize the soreness and everything else um so and you guys can chime in adding anything um making sure that you're eating enough the day before and right before um i don't know the weather forecast but typically it is very hot and very humid this time of year for murph so and also depending on the time of day that you are showing up for the class um make sure that you're hydrated um eat a little bit of carbs uh before um just so you don't pass out on us um so yeah fair enough now tim we're, we're developing the game plan as we speak uh we're recording this in advance this is going to air on thursday may 21st which is going to uh, give people about four days to prepare for murph and in between now and that time we'll have more guidance from the state ideally we'll have a polished game plan in place how are we going to communicate that to the members <clears throat> so uh you know i was speaking earlier have, uh, have reached out to individuals, um, you know, messenger, text messages, things like that to our, our members one-on-one. Um, just trying to get a head count, number one. Uh, explaining the uh, the nine plus one cap that we have for uh, members in the gym <clears throat> during the workout. Uh, text messages, emails, whatever we can do. It's going to be a full frontal assault on, on all uh, communication levels that we can to keep you guys updated. Everything that we're saying now, um, if for some reason it changes, 
uh, per the state and they say, hey, you know what, we uh, we developed a, a vaccine and it's free for everybody, get it now or, or you know, or whatever happens, right? Whatever changes that the state makes, um, we're going to go with that and, you know, stick by the best practices. So, you know, stay tuned, but also at the same time, you will definitely know some way, shape or form, um, whether it's just a Facebook message or a text message by me, if changes occur, you will not be left in the dark if you're a member of the gym. So any riot member who wants to come in and work out on Memorial Day, we will absolutely be here for you. Uh, even if that means that I personally have to be here until 10 p.m. that day to, to have 18 flights of Murph, we're going to make it happen. Right. And, uh, you know, to add on to that, I've had a couple people that I've spoke with that have said, you know, politely decline. I'm not going to be able to make it that day. Um, completely understand that it's a big family day. Um, you know, functions and things of that nature are going to go on, but also, uh, some folks feel as if they're not ready for Murph and they don't want to, uh, select a, a scalable option and totally understand that. Okay. Absolutely. Classes begin as normally scheduled Tuesday, the 26th at 5:30 AM. So I hope to see you guys there too. You know, Tim, and I'm glad you mentioned that too, because not only are some people not ready for Murph, but, um, some people aren't ready to interact with other people yet. Some people are still timid. They don't want to go out in public. And even though they know that um, our gym is going to be sanitized and people are going to be six feet apart, there's people are still scared and understandably so. We've got some members who say, I'm not quite ready to come into the gym yet because um, my grandmother lives with me and she has underlying health conditions. Um, we have people who are just are not ready to leave their houses yet. And for that reason, even though we're getting back to business as normal as possible, we are still offering some at-home workout programming temporarily um, to help those people out, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, if, if any of our members have concerns or questions, um, none are ever taken lightly. Uh, there's no dumb question and no concern is something that we take lightheartedly or brush off. Uh, we, we take those things serious and especially with the, you know, the current world events, we're going to make sure that if those that don't feel ready, they're still provided, they still have an excellent service through our home workouts, um, you know, or if they want to come in and, and still limit their exposure to other people to say like, hey, I'm not going to make it five, six days of training a week. I, I feel like maybe two would be better. It's whatever their personal preference based on their belief based on what they think's best for themselves, you know, themselves and their families right. is what we're going to do. Uh, no questions asked. No. Nobody's going to be made to feel right. um, foolish for, for making a decision like that too. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with everything. Uh, I just know what the state's telling us to do. And, you know, I trust the fact that we've got smarter folks than us um, in the medical field and in our own uh, corner with uh, Dr. Eric Yazel. So I, I trust that guy. You know, he's way smarter than I am, and I'm going to take direction from him. But uh, we'll continue to provide your fitnesses here, whether it's uh, virtual or in-house. Amen. Amen. Now, hey, on, on to that as well. We, um, Alyssa, we have signs up all over the gym right now that say, if you touch it, clean it. Yep. Um, there's a reason for that. Obviously, you know, we just sanitized the gym thoroughly. Everything in here is ready to, I don't know if I'd lick it, but it's okay to touch almost <laughs> everything in the gym right now because we've just sanitized it thoroughly and we're going to do that again, even though it's overkill, we're going to do that again right before we reopen. But having said that, um, the nature of the virus is that if you touch something, you really need to clean it. Um, 
if we can only have nine pe- nine people and a coach in here right now, the coach can't mop this entire floor, sanitize every bar, kettlebell, dumbbell, pull-up bar that had been touched by someone in the 10 or 15 minute grace period that we're going to have between classes right now. That's just not humanly yeah. possible. So um, even though in normal times, it's not the responsibility of our members to help clean the gym per se, in these times, we're going to need our members after class ends to pitch in and to yeah, sanitize absolutely. anything they've touched. Yeah. And adding to that, this, I feel like this is also important, even if we weren't in a pandemic right now, uh, making sure that you sanitize things, yes. any, absolutely any equipment. If you're sweating everywhere, mop it up. Um, as coaches, uh, yes, we will help you out. But this is just my personal opinion. It is your responsibility to make sure that your bodily fluids are off of the equipment. Absolutely. I mean, it's always been our culture here, right? You get your stuff out and you put it back up. We're not your mother, right? You come in, you you get your own plates out, you put your own plates up. You don't leave them on the floor after. And and, uh, it's not really asking too much to say, grab grab the sanitizer spray and make sure you clean that dumbbell that you just used. Because... um, someone else is getting ready to come use it right Mm -hmm. now tim typically classes are 60 minutes in length right now we've discussed this at length with uh, coach jen and coach billy sue yourself myself classes are going to be 45 to 50 minutes right now Um, correct why so the reason why uh our classes which are technically still a 60 minute one hour block they are front and rear loaded with cleaning. So um, it's just an overlapping safety, right? When we come in, we're gonna clean our equipment, anything that we plan to touch, right? Um, Bars, kettlebells, dumbbells, plates, whatever it is, you name it. When we have this planned out, we're gonna clean our stuff before we use it, um, do our workout, and then police up our uh, work area and clean things as we put them back, right? So once again, it goes back to the, uh, you know, if you touch it, clean it. That's right. But also, uh, it's kind of like the golden rule. So I know that, uh, you know, what was stated earlier is we, we don't expect generally for members to clean up, you know, but now it's, uh, it's a big community effort and we need to see that too. We need to respect each other. Uh, and a huge part of that respect, and I don't foresee it being an issue, it's just, uh, you know, risk mitigation and trying to, uh, you know, keep our uh, viral footprint down, right? So I don't see it being something that anyone will not be willing to do. I think it kind of goes along with the golden rule, which we were all taught when we were very young, you know, treat treat others the way that you want to be treated. So right. I, I see that going pretty well with us. We've got an awesome, awesome community. We do. You know, I, I like to say all the time that Riot is the best damn gym on the planet. And honestly, the reason I say that is because we've got the best damn people on the planet. So I know that our members will, um, they won't let us down. They right. will absolutely get the job done. That's 100% true. And it uh, it makes me sad for those fitness enthusiasts that have never experienced a, uh, a CrossFit gym in the awesome community that's there. And especially those that have never experienced Riot CrossFit, you know. My heart goes out for them, but if, uh, if they want to change things, 
you know, holler at your boy. We'll get you set up. We're, we're, we're here for you, right, Alyssa? Heck yeah. Yeah, should, should they just text your cell phone like at midnight or what, Alyssa? How, how should they, how, <laughs> what should they do if they want to hit us up? Right. Only before she's got exams for school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you don't know. See, Alyssa's a little trigger shy right now, guys. She just finishing up uh, her studies at Ball State University. Um, she's going to be able to spend a lot more time with us now, right, Alyssa? You're going Absolutely. to be coaching a little bit more. People yep. who may not have had the chance to meet you yeah. are going to see you around a lot more now because you're finally back in good old Southern Indiana. Oh, yeah. Out of good old Funcy. Tell me what you studied at Ball State before we let you go. So I, uh, my undergrad is in uh, exercise science and I have two minors, one in coaching and another one in foundations of management, business management. And not to let the cat out of the bag, but you are working on a nutrition certification yes. right so now as well. So right now I'm in the works of studying for my precision, precision nutrition level one, if um, I can talk today. Um, yeah, so basically learning all about the food science um, and again, relying that information onto you guys. And we already have the fitness side of health, I would say, pretty much handled. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And now an important role is um, how, how you fuel yourself for the workouts that we do in here. And ultimately how you do that is through food. So um, yeah, just helping people out, eat better, work out better, live better. It's a huge component. We're proud to be able to to go in that direction. And Tim, that's before we go, just real quickly, just to brag on, on, on our coaching staff. I mean, we we have cert upon cert upon cert around here. You know, Jen, Coach Jen's got a gymnastic certification. KP and Lacey went and got the got the weight Bergener Strength Weightlifting Certification. Right, right. Billy Sue, adaptive athletes, CrossFit kids, right? Uh, you're an L2. We got Coach Alyssa here working on, on, on nutrition. There's not a whole lot that we don't cover in, in, in our coaching staff. And, and that is, again, we're the best damn gym on the planet because we've also got the best damn coaches on the planet. Right. Uh, and that's one thing, too, that for those that are listening, this is a huge point on on why we, we try to step above and beyond. Um, for a CrossFit of gym, right, a CrossFit affiliate to, to be in place, Someone has to have a CrossFit level one certificate, which can be done over a weekend with a thousand dollars. Pretty much anybody can. Um, but that's 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 the bare minimum, and we don't. We no, don't, no, that's that's why we yeah. don't do bare minimum. Right? Trust we me, do. Jeremy, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> with this. So, <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Good night. Good night. <laughs> See you. But but what we we have is kind of like with Alyssa. she embodies what it means to be a right coach um it, what we highly suggest and what we do require is continuing education now if you go five years with uh you know kind of being null and you do not increase your uh your education through crossfit um or personally as we see fit you know you're you're not going to be able to continue to be a crossfit coach not every CrossFit gym has a full staff of CrossFit coaches. We are one of the only, to my knowledge, if not the only CrossFit gym in this area that has a full staff fully certed with one or two at least continuing education additional certificates. Find it anywhere else. You're not going to. All right. That's the, that's the absolute truth. Amen. Right. So our staff, obviously, they're awesome. They continue their education. 
they want to specialize in something because if we have a you know something we're trying to build up or just to have a subject matter expert in a specific field right that is what we do it's something i'm completely passionate about is that we continue to do that once we have a coach that says hey man i have learned everything that i need to then it's time for them to step aside because that's not a true coach right a real coach is going to understand that the more they know just means they know less than than what they think they know that's right. okay every day that i learn more i just feel dumber um my cross to bear my cross to bear but i love seeing it i love our coaches they are exceptional people they were hand-picked and it wasn't a hey we we didn't put a you know, an ad out in the newspaper to get coaches, right? We didn't put we a help wanted sign on the front door. Negative. Yeah, <laughs> we we developed that and watch them grow as members of the gym, and and then they become the subject matter experts. It's like the, uh, you know, the the monk or the what am I trying to say here? The kung fu master is killed by his uh, apprentice or whatever. Sure. I'm seeing I'm seeing so many <laughs> awesome people come up, man. I'm I'm. Just waiting for Alyssa to sneak up behind me. I think Tim is saying Alyssa is going to murder him. Is what I think. <laughs> that could be. Home. That could. Be. You know, Jessa, you might be collecting a big life insurance <laughs> policy really soon. You might want to look into that. But all right, guys. So episode two is about to wrap up. Alyssa, do you have anything else um, Murph related that we should discuss? Do you feel like we pretty well covered that? Yeah, I think uh, we pretty much hit all the topics. Um, but looking forward to seeing everybody. Um, at, uh, adding again, um, if you think you should scale, do it. Um, and yeah, just looking forward to seeing everybody. I can't wait. I can't wait to see everyone come in and, uh, we're getting really close guys. That's a wrap on episode two. We've, uh, we've downed a nice cold beer during this just because, um, just because we could for health and fitness <laughs> reasons, <laughs> health and fitness reasons, beer is food, right? You know? We'll switch to water at least three days as, before Murph, right? As Goruck says, advanced cellular recovery technology. That's what I like to see. ACRT. That's what beer is. Amen. All right. Episode two is a wrap. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys. See, see ya. ya.